welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. Today I want to think about a very famous story from the Gospels, the story of Jesus calling the first disciples, the story with that famous sentence, I will make you fish for people, or if you know the older version, I will make you fishers of men. It's a really interesting passage and of course it does speak to us about mission and evangelism but I think there's a deeper message too, a message that we often miss about what it means to follow Jesus and the impact that has on our lives. So the story is found in Luke chapter 5 verses 1 to 11, a great story I'm sure you'll agree and the story happens at the beginning of the ministry of Jesus. After 30 years of living a private life, Jesus had started his public ministry, teaching in the synagogues, speaking about his vision to bring freedom for the children of God, casting out unclean spirits. And now Jesus is ready to approach individual people and ask them to follow him. The first time he does this is with Simon and then with James and John. Now we don't learn much about these men here. We just see three men taken away from their personal and professional lives, giving up their work as fishermen in response to the call of Jesus on them. And what are they called to? Well, Jesus uses a really strange metaphor here. He says, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. Now we are so used to this phrase, we don't even think of it as strange. But actually, I think it is. Because the more we think about this phrase, the darker it seems to be. There's a similar passage in Jeremiah chapter 16 verse 16 in which God says, I am now sending for many fishermen and they shall catch them. But when it's used by Jeremiah, it's not a happy image. In that context, the fishermen are invading armies who will fish for the unfaithful people of Israel and destroy them. And even the idea of mission and evangelism being like fishing is not a comfortable idea at all. We're called by Jesus to catch people like fish. But what happens to a fish when it's caught? It dies. Does our fishing for people end in their spiritual death? Is the church full of spiritually dead people? And a fish doesn't want to be caught. So are we to force people into church and force them into a relationship with God through which they will then die? It's a strange metaphor and it doesn't really speak of kindness and compassion. So what is really being said here? Well, we can read it another way. These first disciples would probably have heard of Jesus. He was walking around Galilee proclaiming the kingdom of God and as Galilean fishermen they would probably have seen him or heard about him. They would also perhaps have heard John the Baptist say that Jesus was mightier than he was and that he would bring judgment on people. And as good Jews, they would probably have known the Jeremiah verse, where spiritual fishing meant overcoming God's enemies. So what would have been going through their heads when they decided to leave everything behind and follow this new teacher? Well, to be honest, they probably misunderstood what he meant. If John the Baptist had spoken of Jesus bringing judgment, if Jeremiah had used the metaphor to describe defeating the enemies of Israel, they probably thought that following Jesus would mean playing a part in the overthrow of the Roman Empire. The promise of power and authority, that's what these first disciples would have heard. And so of course they would want to follow Jesus. These fishermen were powerless men, poor men, living a hard life under Roman occupation. And here was a man who seemed to say that those who follow him will share in his authority and power. Perhaps Peter and James and John misunderstood the call and believed it to be the way out of their poverty and powerlessness. Here was a call to a new life in which they would have power and authority and would be respected by everyone. 
They didn't really know who Jesus was, but they believed that following him would be the way for them to achieve power, authority, glory and respect. And of course, that was a misunderstanding that stayed with them throughout the rest of their time with Jesus, as we see in the Gospels. Fighting over who would sit on Jesus' left and right in heaven, refusing to serve others but wanting to be served, not understanding that they had to die in order to live, pushing away the children from Jesus so they could have more time with him, enjoying the entry into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, rejoicing at the turning over of the tables in the temple, and then being upset at the crucifixion, running away from the authorities, refusing to stand with Jesus in his hour of need and then going back to their fishing boats after the crucifixion. Peter, James and John were called by Jesus to fish for people, but they misunderstood what that meant, and that resulted in many spiritual struggles over the coming years. The disciples had to learn, and we have to learn, that following Jesus does not take us where we expect to go. We might want to experience power and authority and be respected, but we will be taken the way of the cross instead and we will be called to die in order to live. We are called to catch people, but that is not a comfortable call. In fact, the call of Jesus on our lives should leave us feeling very uncomfortable indeed. The truth is that as Christians, we are not called to an easy life. We are not called into a place of power and authority, but to a tough life that will constantly surprise us and challenge us. We may expect to go in one direction, but it's likely that God will take us somewhere else. Jesus constantly calls his disciples to a new way of living. He's constantly taking us into a place of surprises. And so we need to think about why we are followers of Christ. And what is it that we want from this lifestyle that we've chosen? Are we seeking honour and glory and power and authority and respect? Or are we prepared to walk the way of the cross and all that this will mean for us in our everyday lives? Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, to give his life that we might live. He is our servant king. And each one of us is called to a life of service, to forget our desire for power and authority and glory and respect and follow instead in the way of Christ to the brokenness of the cross. But Jesus says in this passage, do not be afraid, because he promises that we will be strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit to live the life to which we're called. What an interesting story from the Bible this is. And I hope that by looking at it, maybe in a new way, will be helpful for you as you explore what it means to follow Jesus as his disciple. My prayer for you is that you will experience God in a new way, and follow wherever it is that he leads you, and that you will find peace on the journey. So, thanks for being with me today, and I look forward to being with you again very soon. Until then, bye-bye. <music>